this edition of Kiwi Tripsters, we head for the hills, the hot pools, the vines and coastline of the Huranui district. From sipping wine in Waipara to gazing in wonder at the cliffs of Gore Bay, join us for an autumn roadie all over the Huranui. We're back with Kiwi Tripsters Travel Podcast. Get ready and take off to spectacular destinations as we continue our journey and share the inside word on all things travel. Whether it's luxury travel or backpacking on a budget, whether it's cruising or foodie trips, we've got you covered with top tips and tricks so you can have an amazing travel experience. And now, over to your hosts, Mike Yardley and Andrew Seppi. Welcome aboard, Kiwi Tripsters. I'm Andrew Seppi. I'm Mike Yardley. Good to see you, Michael. Very good to see you. And by the way, we are coming from the official world headquarters of <laughs> Kiwi Tripsters uh, in Christchurch <laughs> because Andrew's got this man cave right in his house and he has spent, from what I understand, quite some hours and days constructing and designing a purpose-built recording studio, which is essentially its baptism here today. It is a man cave. It's office. It's my office, but we have right. we have built Look, a studio. It looks studio. like a suburban library, actually. Yeah, yes, it does indeed. But... Um, there yes. shall be some photographs posted eventually. Indeed, on Insta and Facebook, you'll see them this week. Yes. <laughs> All right, let's hit the road and the Huranui district. It is loaded with sightseeing riches. It's just a little jigsaw piece of the map. Okay, it's wedged between North Canterbury and Kaikoura, and it's just a short hop from Christchurch. Indeed, and from Christchurch, Huranui Southern Gateway is wine country. It's wreathed in vines on State Highway 1, the wonderful wine region of Waipara. Waipara. And now you may have heard of some of the, uh, well, what you call the more swanky branded wineries in Waipara, like Greystones and Black Estate. But many of this region's wineries are actually quite understated. They're, they're kind of ma and pa enterprises, and they fly somewhat under the radar. Let's check out some. They're so true. Well, obviously, in terms of varietals, um, Pinot Noir. If you love your Pinot Noir, Waipara is calling you because it's very much their signature varietal. They also do really good vivid Rieslings. But the really cool thing about Waipara is they have the highest summer temperatures and the lowest rainfall of any New Zealand wine region. Um, So it actually allows them to produce a really diverse range of wines. Also, uh, across the valley, there's all these like little sheltered uh, pockets of the valley, changes in terrain. So you get really distinctive flavours, and as I say, a very diverse range. So you do your Syrah, your Pinot Gris, Chardonnay, Sauvignon Blanc, you name it, it will be in Waipara. Now, in the heart of the village, it's a a brand you may have heard of, Turles Wines, Mm -hmm. and they produce a vast range of varietals. I love that word. They do. And um, Andrew knows Turles Wines pretty well because um, uh, it's under the helm of Kim and Maggie Rayner. They are old timers. They have been pretty much <laughs> old timers. Well, I don't mean to age them, but they oh, have no. they have very much been part of like the cradle of the wine mm, industry mm. in Waipara. Um, and they're very proud of their range of wines. They just do so many different types of wine, um, all handcrafted at Torless and all all of the grapes are grown on the estate. They don't, you know, import them in from down the other end of the valley. So um, alongside the likes of Pinot Noir, you've got um, the most amazing and award-winning 
Gewurz Tremina and Sauvignon Blanc. Plus, and you may have checked this out, Andrew, when mm. you were at Torless, people love their blackcurrant liqueur mm. uh, and they do really good ports. So there's all sorts of really interesting surprises in Waipara. Yeah, Kim and Maggie too. They are top people, so yeah. it's worth, worth checking out. Mm. Now, I know you're a fan of the wineries that can be explored along Gorges. Gorges? Gorges. Gorges. Yes. Yeah, Gorge, Gorge on Wine. <laughs> yes. Gorges Road, which has been dubbed South Bank. It has, uh, and it's such a great stretch of boutique wineries. And as you said before, Andrew, about Mar and Pa Enterprises, that's definitely what you will find along Georges Road, heading towards the Waipala River Gorge on Georges Road. Um, but you can gorge yourself on wine. Yeah. Move on. Uh, the reason that they've dubbed it the South Bank is because it is the South Bank of the Waipara River. Um, and a really good example of one of these Mar and Pa Enterprises is Terrace Edge. Uh, so this is headed up by Jill and Bruce Chapman. And their tasting shed is the sort of venue as if you're in like a friend's very stylish lounge, just kicking back on wine while you get drunk on the sweeping views across the valley. They've got a killer perspective, you know, to check out the whole wide valley from Terra's Edge. Um, and if you're into Syrah, uh, your big full-bodied reds, um, a star feature at Terrace Edge is what they call the roasted slope Syrah because it has grown on this most ridiculously steep slope of the terrace heading down towards the river. In the height of summer, these vines that grow the Syrah will often be bathed in 40-degree heat. So, yeah, the terrace edge Syrah, superb. Now, I do remember seeing that on one of New Zealand's uh, more traditional uh, shows, Country Calendar. Yes, they did feature on that. Which yes. everybody everybody in New Zealand has grown up with. <laughs> now, what about George's Road Wines? Another great stop, not far from Terrace Edge, on George's Road. Remarkably, George's Road Wines. Yeah. Uh, Kirk Bray, uh, once again, very much a handcrafted approach to wine making. Um, his Pinot Noir, his Syrah, and his Pinot Gris. Um, they're just also elegant, delicious, and delicate wines uh, in a reflection of the unique terroir. By the way, if you've ever wanted to sleep uh, surrounded by vines, uh, they have got the coolest wine pod, absolutely loaded with frills and trimmings. It's fantastic. So you are just wrapped in vines. You've got your wood-fired hot tub. You've got your luxury bedding. <laughs> you might have someone to snuggle up to, just a great little escape. <laughs> Where could we go with that? Okay, what about the Bone Line Estate? This is a must. Yeah. Now, if you like your wine served with a dollop of geology, you've come to the right place because the winery is named in reference to the nearby KT Boundary Line, mm. and this geological feature mm. is evidence of the asteroid impact on the Earth 65 million years ago that brought about no. um, the dinosaurs and all sorts of marine creatures being wiped out. So what this KT boundary is, is a layer of clay-like sedimentary rock, and it's sandwiched between layers of harder rocks, right? And mm. this particular layer was laid down at the time of the dinosaur extinction. It's just a couple of centimetres thick. And the cool thing about Waipara is at the Waipara River Gorge, they actually boast one of the best examples of these exposed boundary lines on the riverbank, just above the waterline. And obviously, mm. it's been thrust up by tectonic forces over millions of years. Canterbury Museum have been collecting fossilised marine creatures from this particular 
part of the river for yonkies. Okay, so that's where they've been getting them from. Yeah. Right. That is true. So if you go to Canterbury Museum and you see all these little fossilised creatures, um, that's generally where um, a lot of them have been sourced from. The cool thing about the Boneline Estate is Mm. that each of the wine labels features fossils um, a photo of it, discovered in the Waipara River Gorge. Um, so you get this really strong connection with the land on which the fruit is grown. Okay, so this makes sense. So one of the wine labels is called Iridium. Yep. So this is a reference to the metallic dust that the asteroid strike unleashed around the world, and it's highly present within this layer of clay-like sediment of the KT line. Absolutely. Right. Okay. Yep. And um, Iridium is this beautiful red wine. It's sort of a blend of Cabernet Franc, uh, Merlot, and Cabernet Sauvignon uh, that Bone Line produces. Another really cool drop is the Pinot Noir. Bone Line call it Waimanu Pinot Noir. And the reason for that is Waimanu is the oldest known penguin um, which got wiped out mm. uh, in this asteroid uh, strike. Uh, and it's been found. And it was a giant penguin compared to what we have today. But this um, fossilised penguin has been found at the Waipara River Gorge, Waimanu. Wow. All right. We're going to check out some food back after a couple of wines. You're listening to Kiwi Tripsters as we roam the Hurunui. Now, Mike, let's uh, change it up. Move on from the wine trail to food. Yes, well, of course, they do very nicely together. Mm. And if you are feeling a bit peckish, I would definitely recommend checking out Waipara String, uh, Springs Winery and Cafe as a lunch stop. Uh, Waipara Springs, they are one of the cradles of the wine region. Their cellar door and cafe was the original, uh, opening in 1990. And alongside their fabulous range of wines, they also do some... Um, very nice gins, Aroha gin. So <laughs> have a wee taste of that. I don't mind if I do. Uh, the outdoor seating area is gorgeous, very leafy, and it's just such a great spot to have a really lazy lunch in the heart of the valley. Yeah. Okay, let's talk about food because these guys do, and one of my favourite things is a, is a nice platter, yep. exquisite dishes, and their entire menu is paired with recommended wines, right? Absolutely. I really like the duo of pork, and I did make a pig of myself on this. Uh, so. Oh, this features a pulled pork shoulder beignet and crispy skin pork belly, my all-time favourite. And that is served with duck fat potatoes, outrageously decadently good, uh, and a few seasonal greens just to make you feel virtuous. Uh, wash it down <laughs> with a nice Wiper Springs rosé. And another really top pick at Wiper Springs for lunch, the Vietnamese chicken salad with coriander, mint, carrot, cucumber, bean sprouts and crispy noodles. I've written this all down. Um, and that's dressed in Nam Jim. Um, so Yes, I did make a pick of myself on that too. <laughs> All right, we've got you. We have to mention the Amberley Hotel. Yep. This has been reborn after its multi million dollar makeover. I am amazed how much money they have spent on this old girl uh, on the main drag in Amberley. Mm. Um, but it is truly a revelation to see it now. So it reopened October last year, and it is the consummate small town country pub. Reborn as not just a pub, but a hub, a true social hub. So late last year, uh, this pub emerged from her complete tip-to-toe refresh inside and out, and she now sports this very sort of bright teal exterior. I am, I suspect it's to try and, you know, sort of jolt the attention of passers-by, um, and it works, but it's a really contemporary take on a classic country hotel, really stylish, lots of art. They have got the most 
epic retro wall mural in their courtyard beer garden. And it's sort of like a salute to all sorts of regional icons in the Hiranui. Yeah, well, it's Amberley is like the funnel point. If you're going north of Christchurch, you've got to go through Amberley. Yeah. So everyone knows Amberley. Now, the on-site Cork and Crown restaurant is a culinary haven. Yeah. Whether you're calling in for breakfast, lunch, dinner, snack, whatever. Absolutely. Top tip for dinner. The braised lamb shoulder, which comes with duck fat potatoes, woohoo, carrot puree, seasonal greens, and gremolata, which is a lovely zesty green sauce. Fantastic. Another star feature of the hotel is what they've done with the old bottle store. It's now called Crown and Pantry, right? And mm. it is like a gourmet pantry chocker with Wiperer's finest wines, fresh produce, and all sorts of delicacies. They've got like locally cured meats and relishes and cheeses um, available from this uh, pantry and all sorts of local heroes. So they've got a blackboard outside and it will say, Jack's free range eggs available from Thursday. Rachel Scott's freshly baked breads Friday. So it's this hyper-local celebration of community produce. And really, if you want to try something that is quintessentially New Zealand, a braised lamb shoulder at Amberley, uh, in the Amberley Hotel, drinking a wiper wine, you can't go any further than that. Right, let's make tracks for the thermal resort town of Hanma Springs. Now, number 31. Right. Indeed. Number 31 on the main street opposite the pools is this very quaint cottage, and it's actually celebrating its 10th anniversary next month. So number 41? <laughs> number 31 is lauded for its upmarket intimate dining. And um, Scott Buckler, who is a New Zealand beef and lamb ambassador, he heads up uh, the kitchen. Uh, for my main, if you need a recommendation, <laughs> I feel like I have been eating too much lately. But yeah, but I would and suggest <laughs> I would suggest at number thirty-one you go for the Greenstone Creek Beef Eye Fillet. It's accompanied with potato whip, which oh, I think is yes, 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 yes. Is, I've is, had that. is that just like um just a sort of a, a sexy way of saying mash? Yeah, but it's not quite just not quite mash. There's something else that goes into it, and the yeah. potato whip there is. Absolutely to die for. It is, absolutely. Um, It's mushroom season, obviously, so Mm. they do um, a great smoked mushroom pesto with your eye fillet, burnt tomato and seasonal veggies. Once again, just so you can feel virtuous. (laughs) Yeah, well, that doesn't last long because the desserts are fantastic. The, The warm, sticky licorice pudding. If you're going to feel virtuous, that'll knock you off your perch. This is possibly one of my all time favorite desserts. Mm hmm. Anywhere in the world. Mm -hmm. It is the coolest thing. It is still the number one selling dessert on their menu. Warm, sticky licorice pudding. And it comes with a salted caramel sauce, candied walnuts, and vanilla bean ice cream. As you would expect from such a decorated establishment, uh, there's also the cocktail menu, Andrew, uh, which is (laughs) also very creative. So you could order up a fajawa and manuka honey mojito. Uh, which comes with white rum, lime and mint. Really, really cool place. Number 31. Uh, Number 31. 10th anniversary coming up. So Mm. get in there. Another go-to is the Hemna Springs Hotel. And it's so good to see this 90-year-old property enjoying a new lease of life after it was mothballed by COVID. Absolutely. Um, And I'm sure... Um, Most people love its Spanish-style architecture. It's always looked quite exotic in the heart of Hanma Springs. Uh, Beautiful gardens. And because of that Spanish-style architecture, 
they have sort of ramped up the whole Mediterranean vibe recently because the in-house restaurant has sort of gone full noise Italian um, with the menu. Now, you can dine al fresco on the patio overlooking the gardens. So it's an Italian menu in a Spanish built. I love it. Yeah, yeah. Very continental. It's all very mid. Yeah, yeah, yeah absolutely. Um, but if it's getting a bit cooler, uh, you can cozy up inside beside the roaring fire for dinner at the hotel. Uh, if you need a suggestion from the menu, <laughs> tried and tested, uh, go for the polo fungi, which consists of a free-range chicken breast sautéed in a cream sauce. They throw in a bit of house-made dry cured bacon, and it's accompanied with portobello mushrooms and also wild foraged porcini mushrooms. It is absolutely... Magnifico. There you go. Lovely. Okay, just ahead we plunge into the pools and the forest in Hanima Springs before heading to the coast and the treasures around Gore Bay. We'll be back in a tick. Stay tuned. Kiwi Tripsters will be right back after this break. Whether you're sampling wines in the coolest little wine region of Waipara, marvelling over limestone landscapes, basking your body in thermal hot pools, or blazing the magnificent coastal and forest trails, Hurunui is loaded with holiday adventure and pure pleasure. Make your first stop the region's official visitor's website. Visit hurunui.co.nz. This is Kiwi Tripsters. I'm Mike Yardley. I'm Andrew Seppi. Thanks for sticking with us. Now, Mike, mention the name Hanma Springs, and I'm sure most Kiwis are going to think hot pools. Oh, yes. It's such a long-time haven for healing, Hanma Springs. And because it's autumn, happy fall, y'all. Um, if you want to take in the golden what? blaze. <laughs> what? That's what they say in the US, don't they, down south? Happy fall, y'all. I don't actually think we do enough to celebrate autumn. We don't call it fall for a start. No, we don't. No. The leaves are falling in Hanma Springs at the moment, so it's a really cool time to actually go to this wonderful thermal alpine resort village. Mm. Um, And yes, the thermal pools, the spa, it is such a tractor beam, such a sizzling, watery wonderland. You've got 22 pools, rock pools, cascade pools, aquatherapy pools, sulfur pools, to hopscotch your way around. Uh, do you like your pools hot, by the way, Andrew? Uh, you know what? I kind of do, but I kind of don't. I get in the pool, and I think this is great, and about a minute later, I get into the cooler pool right? because I just overheat. And you feel like a cock's chock. I do, but some yeah. people sit in them for like hours on end. Yes. And they're red-faced. And yes, dehydrated. I know, I do, but Burning up. Each to their own. But yes. I love I love the pools there, though. They're fantastic. Absolutely. And, of course, in addition to the hot pools, uh, kids of all shapes and sizes go crazy over their water slides. They've really stepped this up in the last few years. So the recent installments are the Conical Thrill and the Water Flume Ride Super Bowl. So essentially, you just grab an inflatable tube and off you go. I can see you doing that. And they've got the the one the the, the pool that actually moves. They've have you seen that? They've got a. It's like a. It's a. It's a. It's a like a circular pool, and the water is moving around. Yeah. 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 You very sort of cool. get on a float board and you you race people. That's very true. I know. Beyond the pools, uh, New Zealand's busiest day spa offers all sorts of treatments. I actually gave myself a bit of panel beating. <laughs> In the Hanma Springs? You had a facial. Well, I had the the full body treatment, mm-hmm. actually. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Pumped and primped and preened and pressed and prodded and <laughs> bound. 
complete with hot stones. Oh, I do like a hot stone on my back. Oh, yes. Anyway. (laughs) (laughs) Move on. After enjoying some rather intense body therapy, you can always surrender to the retail therapy because in the heart of Hanmer Springs, you've got so many boutiques and homeware and gift stores. So, yeah, heaps to check out in the stores. You do. Now, for an outdoorsy adventure, you've got no shortage of trails to choose from. I mean, there's Conical Hill. We all know Conical Hill. Yes. But there's a lot more than that as well. How many times have you mounted Conical Hill? Ooh, uh, I, I remember getting dragged up there as a very young child. Yep. Hated it. Yeah. And then learned to really appreciate it. Yeah. It's great. This is true. Hiking and mountain biking, of course, are really big draws mm. in the Hanma and the wider Hiranui. In fact, about three years ago, if you're looking for a really big cycle route, three years ago, the Hiranui Heartland Cycle Ride opened. So what they've done is they've threaded up a whole lot of uh, mini routes into one big route. And uh, the people behind this made use of the minor routes mm. uh, from like Leithfield and Amberley to connect with Kaikoura through the heartland. So uh, you can do it as like a multi-day ride or you could actually knock off the entire 200K in one day if you are, you know, particularly intrepid. Um, Also, of course, Hanma Forest, really cool trails in there. They've got about 70K of uh, dedicated walking and cycling trails. And if you need a bike to hire, uh, just head to the main street and um, off you go. Rock some trails. Do they still have those bikes with four people on them you yes. can hire? Oh, yes. they were great. I used to love those when I was younger and try and sit in the back and not pedal. Yes. Anyway, what about the Animal Sculpture Trail? Well, absolutely. This is uh, such a wildly a pop, uh, popular addition to the Heritage Forest in Henna. So it's just off Jolly's Pass Road behind the Heritage, uh, sorry, the Hanma Springs Hotel. Mm. Um, and in the last few years, uh, a Christchurch sculptor called Andrew Lyons has crafted all of these whimsical wooden sculptures after a big redwood was felled. Yeah. So as you walk along what they call the Forest Amble Walk, you will see all these really cool creatures in wood. You've got a friendly giant, a hawk, a dog, a possum, and a orangutan, as you do in Hanma. Um, <laughs> but kids love it. So if you're heading to Hanma with the family, um, this trail is actually suitable for toddlers and buggies, even the elderly. So it's a really good walk. Ah, great. Well, there are so many great touring routes threading their way across the Hurunui. From Hanma, if you're heading south to Christchurch via the Wicker Pass, and by the way, check out the Wicker Pass Railway, I love railways. Uh, two great highlights are the historic Hurunui Hotel and, of course, those limestone rock formations, like like frog rock. Do you think it looks like a frog? Frog rock? I think it looks more like a toad. That debate has been going on. I remember driving past it. There's always an argument. Does it? Doesn't it? Yeah. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. If you want to head for the coast, a great through route is to head from Hanma to Waio and then take the drive through the Leader Valley. So that will spill you out on State Highway 1, just north of Cheviot and Gore Bay. Okay, that's where we're heading to next. Back in a tick. You're with Kiwi Tripsters, and we are swapping the countryside for the coast as we showcase the Hurunui. An essential experience is the Gore Bay Tourist Drive. This is your classic detour, a 21k circuit. It actually forms a semicircle from Cheviot to Domit. And before reaching Gore Bay, 
which is really the big highlight, mm. hence the name, the Gorbay Tourist Drive. Funny that. Um, first of all, head down to the Hiranui River mouth. The views down there are incredible because you'll see how the river struggles its way through the beach to reach the ocean. There's this amazing lagoon, the Hiranui Lagoon, mm. and it's all backdropped with these crumbling golden clay cliffs. And a great walk from the river mouth along the coastline is the Manuka Bay track. It takes about 90 minutes to knock off each way, so you may want to actually someone to pick you up at the other end unless you want to you know, walk back, uh, but you'll get a bird's eye view on that Hiranui Lagoon. It's like this huge triangle of blue. It's incredible. Um, the track takes in broadleaf forest. You've got fern-filled gullies, and it spills you out on that vast arc of Manuka Beach. Well, if you end up on Manuka Beach, it's just a short hop to Port Robinson. Absolutely. This cove, which is named Port Robinson, takes its name from William uh, Robinson or Ready Money Robinson, as he was better known uh, in these parts, because he usually paid for everything upfront in cash. Uh-huh. So this guy was a giant of 19th century sheep farming in the Hiranui. Uh, he headed up the almighty Cheviot Hills estate. And as you tour around the Cheviot area, his legacy is just ever-present. Um, at Port Robinson, he developed the most insanely ambitious slipway, which enabled ships to anchor just off the shoreline, and these boats would carry the wall clip to them um, from the slipway. And you can still see his slipway there today uh, from the 1870s. It's a gnarly 10-minute walk down the hillside track to the cove, but it's well worth seeing. Um, as it was, the main trunk railway line arrived in Domit from Christchurch in 1907, so that made his sport and his slipway redundant. But that slipway to me is like a totem to the can-do attitude of those early pioneering farmers. Nice. Uh, and from Port Robinson, now Gorbay is just around the corner, home to those incredible cathedral cliffs. Uh, there is something very Utah about those cathedral cliffs. Uh, you've got this mm. sprawling formation of siltstone and sandstone eroded by rain, and it creates like the grandeur of a cathedral with all of its fluted pillars, kind of like big Gothic columns rising <laughs> out of the earth. It's quite amazing. And um, I know geologists refer to it as Badlands-style erosion, which is very much what you find in Utah as well. But it's just the wizardry of nature, which I find really uplifting about cathedral cliffs. It is something to be seen because those sorts of cliffs aren't generally associated with New Zealand, yeah. uh, but there they are. So Gorbay has a classic Kiwi holiday batch vibe. It does. It is such a sweet little beach and a bay. And um, Sufis. <laughs> your, your friends. Now, this one is not a secret. Okay. Um, so this is very well known amongst surfies everywhere that Gorbay has the most consistent surfing conditions in Canterbury. So a lot of surfies always go to Gorbay. Uh, it's also very safe as a swimming beach as well. And so many cool walks. Actually, at low tide, you can walk from the beach at Gore Bay to Port Robinson to see the slipway mm-hmm. um, and even further around to Manuka Beach. Uh, and at Gore Bay, in terms of the really cool batches you can see, you can actually see Ready Money's uh, wife's summer cottage. He built his wife, Eliza, a summer cottage in the 1860s so she could take the sea air when yeah. his mates arrived for some mannish pursuits, shall we say. Um 
Yes. In other words, she wanted to get the heck out of there. It, totally. Yeah. Uh, but it's so cool to see this really historic cottage looking so well maintained just back from the beach at Gorbay today. Now, Gorbay is not something something you hear about a lot, so you might be struggling to find a good place to stay. Where? That's true. Um, there are batches that you can hire, obviously, um, but if you really want to go next to level... My strongest recommendation is to have a night at Cathedral Cliffs Bed and Breakfast. The setting is dreamy. You are high up on the cliff tops above Gorbay with the booming ocean below you and the most knockout garden spanning several hectares, chocker with proteas and rhodos and camellias, the most stunning orchard, the trees droop under the sheer weight of the citrus fruit. <laughs> I came home with a massive bag of lemons from this place, and when I woke up here, I actually thought I'd fallen down a rabbit hole and ended up on the cliff tops of the Amalfi Coast. Um, because yeah, so, the setting is just so dramatic. You've got all the citrus around you, the, the ocean directly below you. It really is a place fit for the gods. And to bed down here is a bargain. Lynn and Colin are your hosts. They will treat you royally. And I have heard very, very good things about Lynn and Colin, so check it out. Now, if you, once you've left Gorbay, uh, you can complete the circuit by driving around to Cheviot. Indeed. Now, yeah, Cheviot's an interesting place for me last time, but anyway, Yeah, yeah, on. yeah, yeah. Well, tell us about that. What's your last experience <laughs> in this solid, proud country township? It was the death of a family member, and right. it was we, we they decided to do the old typical Irish Catholic thing, and we actually had to carry the coffin to the church. Wow. And so we got tired about every 50 metres, and there were six people standing around a coffin on the ground stretching. It looked like Paddy and his Irish, but anyway. <laughs> it sounds like waking Ned Divine. It uh, style. It was very much like that. Yeah. Anyway. <laughs> um, so in Cheviot, the Ready Money Trial, I told you his legacies everywhere. Yeah. Uh, the Ready Money Trial is this really cool walking track you can do in the Cheviot Hills Reserve. And this was actually part of the Cheviot Hills estate back in the day for Ready Money Robinson. Mm -hmm. He loved his trees, so he planted all sorts of specimen trees. This time of year, of course, you've just got these massive drifts of golden leaf fall, so they're just crackling into life now. In spring... Um, he obviously read quite a few William Woodsworth poems because <laughs> this reserve is just ablaze in daffodils. Um, and you can actually find the remains of his stables in this uh -huh. reserve via this Ready Money Trail. Uh, also, the concrete foundations of his acclaimed 40-room mansion. That burned that. down in the 19. Uh, early 1900s, but the, but the foundations are still there in the reserve. In fact, the original front steps from the mansion um, were taken over and used by the cricket pavilion, <laughs> as you do in Cheviot. Oh, yeah. Um, so not? yeah, follow this track, the Ready Money Trail, and you'll get a really good sense of the backstory uh, from the historical sites that are all signposted along the way. That... <laughs> Hurunui is fantastic. Isn't You've it? got to check it out. Yeah. That's it for this edition. Be sure to like our Facebook page. Indeed, or our Insta. In fact, we will throw up some photos mm. of Andrew's handiwork with this purpose-built recording studio. We'll chuck those on social in the coming days. Okay. Our show notes are available on the website kiwitripsters.co.nz. And our companion articles to this podcast on all things Hurunui are available at for the love of travel. 
kiwitrips.nz. Plus, we'd love you to rate and review Kiwi Tripsters on the podcast platform of your choice. It is available everywhere. And we'll catch you again in a fortnight when we dive into the delights of Wanaka. And that's a wrap for this episode of Kiwi Tripsters. Liked what you listened to? Then join us for our next episode of Kiwi Tripsters, where we bring you more travel inspiration, giveaways, and insider knowledge with expert guests on the show. Connect with us on Facebook and Instagram, and visit us on kiwitripsters.co.nz. But most importantly, subscribe and comment on Apple Podcasts, and tell us what you think of our show. Till next time, safe travels. Safe travels.